Good morning, everybody. Happy to have you along with us. The annual Shine the Light on Woman Abuse campaign launches today to raise awareness of men's violence against women. Uh, This morning, officials with the London Abused Women's Centre will hold a, a media launch for the 14th annual campaign. It will run for the entire month of November. Each year, of course, uh, Londoners are encouraged to uh, wear purple, to show purple, light uh, homes, businesses, what have you, uh, in purple in support of abused women. Uh, Shine the Light uh, began in London, of course. Uh, It is now global. Jennifer Dunn is the executive director of the London Abused Women's Centre, joins us now. Jennifer, I appreciate the time today. Hey, thanks for having me. So I know the launch event is later today, but is there a specific focus at all for the campaign this year? Yeah, so so this year for the 14th annual campaign, we will be speaking about um, intimate partner violence and also femicide experienced by missing and murdered Indigenous women and girls. Um, so we're very we're we're honored to be able to bring um, two different stories forward for for this year's campaign, um, and this morning. Um, we're going to be hearing from one of those those women, and then on November 1st, we will hear from the other. I've been thinking, you know, about the history of uh, this campaign, and um, last year, of course, we had the London Police Services Board pushing for femicide to be included in the Criminal Code of Canada. There's many examples of the impact of this campaign, but I think some mm-hmm. of those conversations that push are a result of this campaign in, in, in London. Yeah, I think it's really important for those conversations to continue. I mean, it's really important at a municipal, provincial, and federal level, and it's and it's completely an, a nonpartisan issue as well. Everybody needs to be talking about it, and everybody needs to be advocating to help stop uh, men's violence against women and girls. And so when you look at an organization like ours, um, we have a staff team of 14. We're, we're small when you, when you think about it, but mighty. Um, this past year, the London Abused Women's Centre provided service to or or had over 11,700 service interactions which is a lot and it's the busiest we have ever been and so you know this type of awareness is so important because the community needs to continue to be aware that this is still happening it's interesting you say that because you know we've talked in the past about uh, the pandemic uh, it led to an increase in intimate partner violence so that was predicted and the further we get from the pandemic uh, i imagine we're going to learn more about the deeper impact it's had and maybe you've, what you just kind of said there kind of illustrates just that deep impact that it, we continue to see yeah i mean i think that you know the pandemic was was a huge life-changing experience in in many ways for every single person on this planet and i think you know as you're right as the years go by we're going to figure out you know what um what has actually happened during this time and you know now that you know we're we're seemingly on the other end of it i think you know women are able to come and access service and we're able to offer groups in person again and just we're able to kind of get back to what I guess everybody calls the new normal and um, we're able to kind of see what that looks like and, and how many women we're going to be providing service to now that this global pandemic has, has, you know, seemingly come to an end. So, you know, we're paying attention to that and we're, we're, we're looking at what that's going to look like as we do kind of open, open back up, so to speak. Um, not that we were ever closed, Evan, but you know, now that the pandemic is, is kind of uh, going away and it's going to be interesting to see kind of how, how this how that unfolds um, it would not be surprising if during for example the month of November when we're talking about um, these types of issues that our organization sees an increase in in demand for service 
that typically happens um, during the month of November because people are talking about it more. Um, so yeah, we're, we're going to pay attention to that and kind of see how that reflects when you look at, you know, pre-pandemic and during the pandemic and that sort of thing. Is there a certain, you know, in terms of a spike that you do see, is it like how much more do you see it just given that conversation and awareness people are having in the month of November? It's it's significant enough that it's noticeable when you don't even when you're not even looking at the actual numbers. I mean, because we are a government funded organization or partially government funded, we do have to keep track of certain statistics and things like that. But that aside, the the jump during the month of November is noticeable without even having to to pay attention to that. I mean, we have people calling who literally tell us that they saw um, or heard, for example, uh, an interview like like this, like we're having right now. um, And it and it prompted them to maybe think about, you know, making their their call. Um, And I think it's it's so important because it sends a message to tell women that they're not alone and remind women that there is um, you know, there are services available for them when they are ready. And when, with that message being out and about all month long, you know, somebody's going to hear it that has never heard it before, and that's really important. It's such a courageous uh, call to make. Uh, I, can't, I can only imagine how difficult it would be uh, to, to, to come forward and, 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 and do that. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And and not only, you know, make that call, but walk through the door for the first time. And that's why um, at our organization, we really make sure to make the experience as comfortable as possible for the woman who's accessing service. So, you know, the woman, when she's ready to access service, is really in the driver's seat. We don't have a woman come in and, and, and have this kind of cookie cutter approach to how her service is going to be provided to her. It's whatever she needs. So if a woman comes through the door and she needs help with, with housing, that's a big one right now. Now, um, you know, medical services or navigating a system like the family court system or the criminal justice system, that's how it's going to go for her. If a woman comes through our door and she wants um, counseling and, and to sit one on one and and more of like a talk kind of talk back and forth kind of service, then that's what she's going to get. And that's really important to us because every single woman who walks through our doors is, is going to be different and have a different need. And so so it's really, really important that women know that. So. I don't know, I guess to maybe help reduce a little bit of the fear when they come through our doors. We like to, you know, put that out there. If there is anyone who is maybe hearing this or any other interview, uh, what and they do want to take that step forward, uh, what's that first step uh, to, to do that? So the, the first step would be to, to call our organization if, if you're able to. I mean, you need to also remember that... Um, Sometimes that could be difficult in itself to be able to have the privacy. You need to make that call if it's, if it's an unsafe situation. And so to call our office, you would call 519-432-2204. You can also just show up. If you are driving by and you see our sign on York Street, you can also just walk in and get information. Um, on top of that, we always welcome friends, family, medical professionals, whoever. If, if somebody else needed to call and get information for you, then we can we can navigate that with you as well. Um, and so, as always, too, I mean, Google is a wonderful thing these days. You can Google if it's safe for you. You can Google our information, um, London Abused Women's Centre, and find everything you need and all the services we provide uh, from there as well. Jennifer, thanks for the time and for all you do. I appreciate it. Thank you so much. I appreciate the the opportunity. Thank you. That's Jennifer Dunn, Executive Director of the London Abused Women's Centre. The Shine the Light campaign launch is today. The campaign is for the month of November. And of course, where Purple Day is November the 15th. So that's the day where 
you address in purple, you share it on social media. If you'd like to uh, go to their website, London Abused Women's Center's website, you can get uh, some purple socks, uh, purple items as well to make sure that uh, on the 15th you are wearing purple for this incredibly important campaign.